This ESPN Chicago podcast is presented by 19 Crimes Wine. Fun show today. It was great football Friday. A lot of Super Bowls, some AK, some Bulls, our angst. Thank you for listening, calling, and participating. Thanks to Mike North for the bonus play. Thank you to Charlie Bevins and Jake Cantu. Excellent job, as always. Waddle and Sylvia are next. Tyler's on 6 to 8 tonight. Then Odds Couple will be on the air. You can get the podcast now, though. Also, check out the new Unhinged Pod. It was a doozy today. That's available to you on the ESPN Chicago app. Waddle and Sylvia are here. Time for Crosstalk as they get ready to wrap the week. You're on! on. The last football Friday. What's up, boys? Oh, you wanted to be off. Hi, how are you? Hi-o! What's your name? What's your name? Your, uh, what was your name in yeah. uh, on him? I don't think we could say it. On I can. Mine was Peter Handy. Peter, Peter Handy. Peter Handy. Yeah. Very good. I, I guess I could say it. It's just a name, right? Yeah. Well, I, I I'm not going to get in trouble, is. am I? Why would you get in trouble, Richard? Uh, I'm not gonna Richard say. Wacker? Wasn't that yeah, your name Richard up there? Richard Wacker, yes. I was Richard. What was I? You were uh, uh, Cuts. Cuts. Richard, Richard Cuts. Cuts. Yeah. And we were on WKIL, Esterville, Iowa. No, the killer. K-I-L-R. We're west of the Mississippi, right. so it starts with a K. That's K- right. KKIL, we're on KKIL. But there is one radio station right. east of the Mississippi that starts with a K because it was the first one. Cincinnati. No, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah, it's K. What is it, Sylvie? It's K. K-Mop. What's the one KDK. 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 Thank you. Good Ketchup, job. Ketchup, mustard, onions, and pickles. K-A in Pittsburgh, I think, was the first K-Mop. commercially licensed radio station in America. Like really? in 1920. Was Bob Collins the host? I think he was. And then everything. Uh, and, but true. Sylvie's right. Normally, you've, when you're west of the Mississippi, it's a K. When you're east. It's a W. I did w. not know that. W-W-2. That's radio history. What does WLS stand for? World's largest store. It was started by Sears. Sears. What does WGN stand for? World's greatest newspaper. You got it. It was owned by the Tribune. What is WMVP? World's most, most valuable, valuable person. person. <laughs> WMVP. <laughs> What's up, fellas? You guys you excited doing? for Super Bowl? Yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. Super Bowl. Super, Super, Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Not adjusted. We played some good Justin Fields sound yes. from Jason's podcast. <laughs> played some AK sound that wasn't as good. Uh, you know what? That's still just... The whole AK, thing with yeah. the Bulls is disheartening, isn't it? Yeah. I bet... I, we, Sylvia and I both bet on the Bulls last night like a couple of idiots. What is the matter oh, with you, for guys? you guys? Well, the I, in the you? morning, someone told me at the auto show, uh, the Bulls are a dog. This was before everything was, was going on. I Carm. And I'm like, all right, let's go. Betting the Bulls. I mean, what is How many guys did the Nets even have in uniform? Well, they had enough. The guys that were coming in from Phoenix... Both of those guys were in How about that Ben civilians. Simmons, though? 28 minutes. 20 minutes. You know, and I love the Van Gundys, especially Jeff. And I think, and like, and Stan Van Gundy knows more about basketball than I can ever hope to know. But it drives me nuts when these announcers in a game are, you know, there's like an agenda to, I don't know what it would even be. To what like was his agenda last and oh, to say God. that Ben Simmons is an outstanding basketball player. He isn't. No, he's not. And if Stan Van Gundy were his coach, he would, he would tell nuts. you that. Just like he used, just like the rift he created with an outstanding player back in the day that he had, Dwight Howard. Yeah. He would never say that Ben Simmons is an outstanding basketball player because he isn't one. He's a basketball player that doesn't practice. 
that doesn't work at can't, his game. Can't, can't shoot free that throws. That hasn't tried to get better. That can't shoot free throws. That has made five three-point shots in a five-year NBA career. Oof. Five. He is not an outstanding basketball player. He's a very expensive basketball yes, player. Yes, he is. And, and, and it's, it's maddening to hear, like, he's an outstanding basketball player. He isn't. He's, does he mean, like, that he is a skilled player? Uh, that he's got skills? Do you really have I, a I ton know. of skills, though, if you can't shoot from behind the arc and you can't shoot he, free but throws? I think he can, isn't it? Isn't it here? And that he doesn't work at it doesn't either. doesn't work at it. You know who worked at it to become Lonzo, Lonzo Ball. Ball worked his ass off. Do, do you know? Do you know who was unfazed by shooting like thirty percent from the free throw line over the course of a postseason a couple years ago, and then making sixteen of what eighteen? Giannis. 18? Giannis. Yeah. Giannis saying, "Bring it on! Bring it on! I will make them. those." Giannis is an outstanding basketball player. Jason Tatum is an outstanding basketball player. LeBron James is an outstanding basketball player. You know who works his ass off? Joel Embiid is an outstanding basketball Jimmy player. Jimmy Butler works yeah. his ass off. Yeah, he does. Oh, if he had the work ethic of Jimmy Butler, yes, you know how good he'd be? Then he'd be an outstanding basketball player. So what but is Stan, not what is Stan Van Gundy's player. reason for... I don't know, for... and it drives me crazy. You see, you hear the same thing at every Laker game you put on where they're giving you the why Russell Westbrook is so great. He isn't. No, he's not. Oh, have the Bulls signed him yet? Where, where, no. where is he going? No. Did they buy him out? Was that official? Did they buy him out? I don't Utah? know what's going on. I don't know. Anyway, you're I don't right know what's happening. I, I, I don't know why those yeah. little things sometimes bother me. But I, I'm and I love Stan, and he's good. But he's like, oh, he's such an outstanding basketball player. I'm like, no, he's not. He's a basketball player that I'm sure well, the Nets know, would be yeah, like, I can't Carm, believe we own forty five million a year over the next three Carm, years. You know what it is? It's there are certain things that violate your common sense. Like we're all not you know total one hundred percent experts on certain things, but you don't have to be. On common sense issues. I'll give you one that kind of lit my fuse the way that that lit your fuse. Remember the play when I even forget what the tight end's name is. And all of, there were a lot of pundits that were suggesting that Justin Fields didn't overthrow the tight end mm. against Washington. Mm-hmm. It was the tight end who didn't run his route correctly. Stop violating my common sense. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah, Stop you got it. mad about that one. That's Stop true. It. You were. You were. I mean, that, that's just silly. I remember listening. You were. It's you were silly. Like, people, are we, what are we talking about it's here? People, silly. <laughs> that's great. It's the same thing. So it's the same thing. I don't know. Whatever you know, there are I, certain things that catch people's attention that it just stop trying to tell me that that is anything other than what it really is. It's okay. You're not. You know, this is not a stain that will stick with the player for an extended period of time. But stop trying to tell me right. something that violates common sense. Thank you. And even That's if you all. want to say, like, gosh, there's a path for Ben Simmons to be outstanding. He just has to want to get there. I could buy it. He's not outstanding right now. But you can't right say now. he's an outstanding basketball player because it's just not true. Exactly. He's not an outstanding basketball true. player. It ain't true. This ain't true. And he played 20 minutes last night. Right. Because they know. He's not an outstanding basketball player. So don't try to fool us into thinking that he is. Meantime, the Bulls didn't hit a three till when? Oh, there you they were about for ten in the first half. In, 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 in the third quarter, wasn't it the third but, but, quarter? But, 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 is that when they hit the three? They, they signed Russell Westbrook. No, 
Like, they hit a high percentage of their threes, though. I'm with Sylvie, or they do, but I'm with Sylvie. Sign Russ just because it'd be fun to watch the next three months let's with Russ. Go. I, I don't care at this point. Like, come on. Let, let, I'm telling you, I'm not joking. I, if the Bulls sign Russ, I'd be like, okay. It's like I'll, when I'll you're in seventh grade and you're just, like, mixing crazy stuff in science class and you just want to see an explosion. Something blow up. You just want to see what if you add a little bit of this to yeah. the potion. I don't want to be sitting next to you when that happens. I'm totally like, in. I'm with Sylvie. probably not safe. Nope. But at this point, you know you're not going to be a scientist. You know the Bulls aren't going to win a championship. <laughs> a I'm dumb. I'm I'm Mark Silverman in Skokie. That's I'm it. not going to be a scientist. Let's add yeah. a little something to the potion. Put some nitroglycerin. And let's in see what's going to happen to the mix. Dude, I'm totally in with that, Sylvie. That's that to me is the equivalent of adding Russell Westbrook to the Bulls mix. I hope they sign him. I do for those reasons. Let's exactly. Just, let's add to the. I potion. was an advocate of them getting getting him, or was it? Maybe it was Kyrie in the early and like at this point, like I'm so. Just down on our basketball team. Nice. Not even was the craziness will make it. Was it a hate watch for you yet? You said it wasn't a hate watch. No, it's not a hate last watch. Night, it's, last apathy. it's apathy. Last night was kind of a hate watch. Nah, it was apathy when whoever was Joe. Watch. Is it Joe Harris popping threes yeah. on him one yeah. after the other? Joe can shoot threes. Especially when no one's got a hand in his well, face. Yeah, the Bulls. I mean, the Bulls three-point shooting. It's like, guys, you got to get into the, like, let's... Could we join the modern era? They don't even... T- they take the fewest amount. There's nobody that you really feel good about ever. And then, and then how about this? They're like, all right, we're not going to make any... We're not going to make any trades. We're going to keep this group together. Let's only play Patrick Williams 14 minutes. <laughs> we want to see these, four, these last 28 games. Let's keep games. developing him. Yeah, let's develop Patrick for 14, minutes. 14 minutes. Poor, poor P. Will. Like they had it like, they didn't, like, wasn't their excuse it was a big, there was too many buyers out there? I like, guess. Was that part that of it? Wasn't what was saying? Well, yeah, to add, I, I guess, like, to add, the, his rationale was too many buyers, so if they wanted to add. Right, if they wanted to add, it was so, going to well, be So, well, if you hard. got so many buyers, then why don't you sell that's something? What I, that's what I was saying. Yeah. Like, it's a seller's market, so couldn't right. you maximize what right. you were selling? If everyone's in, in out a, there buying, you're going to tell me nobody wanted to buy anything? No, it sounds like there were teams that wanted to buy. You could have sold. The, the, I guess they'll reassess, or maybe they already know, but they'll. I think in the offseason, we said this yesterday, I think Zach's. Oh, I gone. think he's, he's gone. Just good He'll as be gone. as good as gone in the offseason. Boy, they're bringing Vooch back, though, Sylvie. Sure sounds like they're bringing Vooch back. <laughs> get what, get Vooch. what do you think? Bring Vooch back? I mean, listen, if we, like, I, I really don't have the energy the anymore. Stuff. <laughs> like, it really isn't. I'm, I'm, it's sort of just a lost cause now. Well, I was in, to, the energy you had for the trade deadline because you thought something was going to happen. Now that they are who they are, and they're going to just kind of let's get, do it. Coast in Come for on, the rest of the year. You want crazy? Let's go crazy. Uh, get Prince music on. You want crazy? They'll give you crazy. Let's go. How about a max deal for let's Vooch? Let's go crazy. Oh How about a max imagine? deal for Vooch? Can let's get nuts. Let's get nuts. Can you imagine? I mean, listen, you, uh, if, you told, group, me, if yes. you told me you went out and you traded two days ago for KD and you wanted to re-sign Vooch, cool. But, like, you're going to, I mean, you're going to trade Zach and re-sign Vooch and, like. Vooch will be, what, 40 next year? He'll be 33, I think. Uh, 33. You guys really want to see Russell Westbrook running up oh, and down I'm, screaming I'm at people? For the rest of this why year, not? I am totally with Sylvia on why this. Why not? Why the hell not? Well, I'm not saying I'm for it, but why not? Give me an, a reason why not. You can't um, do it, Tommy. You can't. 
it's just that it's not. I mean, if you're going to do it, do it. But yeah, it's but not I'll going to. Be. It's not going to enhance anything no. for me. Well, but why not? Well, it's not going to enhance anything for them. It'll enhance it, I think, for us. I mean, you could sign Russell Wilson and put him in basketball shorts and run him out there. I'll I don't care. It. I'll take it. I'm telling you, I, I think it'll be a reason to just say, or why? Let's see because what happens tonight. do you think he's going to fight with one of the one of his teammates? I don't yes. know. Yes, absolutely. Wrestling in the in the locker room. Maybe there will be a wrestling match in the locker room. I just good times. There there'd be something fun about these last couple months where we don't have any expectations. And so it's sort of like having Tony manage your baseball team, or is that different? No, that's different. Okay. That please. Tony walked in when they were ready to win. Right. The momentum was so on the White Sox side with the arrow pointing up. The momentum was. How, was about, good. how about the second year, though, when the arrow was pointing sideways and you still brought him back? No, exactly. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, now, it. The, the craps hit already hit the fan. Right. So why not throw some more crap? So so let's let's add to the crap. Hey, is let's, is Lance Stevenson available? Because oh, let's let's go. What have I ever circus. told you about when something goes on on the street and somebody who's a little bit not there comes up and starts acting weird? You out weird them. Out weird them. You get you let's out go. crazy them. You answer crazy with crazy. Okay. So if you guys want to bring in Russell Westbrook for crazy, that's right. Then I'm telling you. I'll trump you. Bring in Lance Stevenson with him. Double there down. There you go. Bad now cop, you got bad, me. Bad cop. Bad now cop. Now you got me. Who else can we bring in? Where's to? Gilbert Arenas these days? Oh, now we're really bringing him and his guns. Now we're really getting nuts. No, no guns. We don't need guns. Gilbert. We're talking uh, about his arms, right? No, didn't he? Have, did he once yeah. bring a gun to the locker room? Uh-huh. Or that was on plane? an airplane. Was it in yeah. a plane? Well, he had it in the locker, locker room. Then he brought yeah. it on the plane. Yeah. So let's bring in some like. Well, let's modern crazy. Who else is out there that could crazy this up? Um, Lance Stevenson's a really good one. He'll blow in the LeBron's ear when we play the Lakers. He's out there probably playing in the G League or something, right? I think there's got to be another. Let's bring uh, Scotty back. I mean, he's as as nuts as anybody these days. Oh, yeah. Bring his fingers back. Where's our test? He could use the cash. Where's uh, Metal World Peace? Let's bring Ron back. I think he's actually probably found peace. Maybe he has. Ron might Come on. There's got to be somebody else out Um, there. No, I'm sure. Um... All right, I mean, I'm, trying, you know, I'm going team to team, like thinking where is the trade where Pat they have Bev. A, You could probably, you know, trade Are something. Are they buying him out? Uh, is it Pat Bev going to be Paul Bunn out? Yeah. Bring there Pat we Bev go. Home. Pat Bev in. Bring him home. Reuniting with Russell Westbrook. Bring, oh, boy. Yeah. There's your backcourt. <laughs> That's good. The, John Wall got traded, didn't he? Not that John Wall's crazy, but that'd be another He's one that'd be hilarious. He's probably still making $40 million, Wall, isn't he? I think so. Wall and Westbrook together again would be hilarious, too. There's got to be There's got to be somebody Where's Lamar Odom? I don't know. Ooh, We're not playing that, basketball. Yeah, I'll tell you that. Well, you want it crazy, right? Uh, he's crazy. Is he still alive? Guys, Did he I mean, no, no, he's alive. Well, I yeah, guess. Was he that would be crazy to sign him if he's not alive. Yeah. He's alive. Well, we well, signed a dead cl- man to a 10-day. He was close. He was close. Was, didn't he, wasn't he close? I thought he was close. A while close. ago. Yeah, I mean, that, that was a long time He recovered. Ago. I think he's better. Yeah, I think he's doing okay. Well, Another man to Kardashian. He almost crazy. I think it was scripted, though, Yerk. He's still here. Yeah, he's here. He's still here. Born 1979. Lamar Odom. Alive. Our, our test was full on crazy. Fun. I'll find out where he's at. I mean, yeah, I mean he's 40 some years old, isn't he? 79. Lamar? Yeah. Seventy nine, or uh, born in seventy nine. Yeah, yeah, so forty three years he, old. He don't play yeah, as yeah. good of defense as anybody sure else on much. that team. He might hit some threes for you. Oh, you can't oh, take time away from Drummond because he's cooking. 
I mean, really, you think they could have at least traded Andre Drummond? You could have got something for Drummond. That's what I so wouldn't say. Got a lot of calls, Karn. We had a lot of calls. A lot of calls. What are they doing with Kobe White? Too many buyers. What's Kobe White still on the team for? No idea. I mean, Drummond, the, the, you know, he was playing his ass off. Like, please get me out of here. And they think they could have got a few second-round picks for him. He was begging to get out. Teams they, are just trading away. The teams are getting fifth-round picks like, for nothing. You know what? Uh, I mean, a second, a five second-round picks. Five second-round like picks. You want, you want one second-round pick? We'll give you five. Yeah, right. Here's five. Yeah, five. Take five. <laughs> I, I mean, it's hilarious. Think how, mu- how much money Jerry could sell five oh, second-round picks for. Please. Do you know how much money he can make off of that? He can make a 10 schmill without blinking. Go to the flea market and sign that for 10, and uh, sell those for $10 million. Think, oh, think, my goodness. Think of beauty. We saw him earlier. Oh, we saw Look him earlier. Silver Fox. Silver Fox. In shorts, he's got yeah. the Johnny Pulling Good the Kid Yurko. uniform on. Mm-hmm. Check your pocket. Mr. John Cravens. <laughs> 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 Unbelievable. Our old boss. All right, the old Someone boss. Someone said, uh, you know, unfortunately, it, it is not, it has not gone well for Ben Gordon. No, it we, has we, not. Could you, how crazy do you want to get? I mean, it oh, is. Boy. We could use some shooting. Silvey yeah, was we, the one who told me and was uh, you mean filling some, me in. Yeah, you mean some long-distance shooting, right? It's been. Yeah. Good. What happened? It was the, the, the McDonald's. Um, there was an airport incident with his child. Um, there's been some really bad stuff bad. for Ben Gordon. Yeah. We're playing the Raiders. What? Yeah, yeah, they're play uh, it's Kyle Long. Oh, Did Kyle you hear Long. the Kyle Long story about Did you hear this? No. You didn't hear this from no. Radio Row? Who was he on with? This is good. It was his, his brother, his brother uh, Chris. Green, what is it, Greenlight? Greenlight, yeah. Greenlight, yeah. yeah. Listen we, to this story. It? Tell me who. Okay, I, I'll let you hear it and give me your reaction because right. I have a, re, a strong reaction to All this. Right. We're playing the Raiders, and we were going to ask what? We were in there at halftime, and our, our head coach, Matt Nagy, God bless him, <laughs> bless his heart. He looks at the O line, he says, You guys are playing like some gutless, quiet bitches. And he stared oh, me in the geez. eyeballs. <laughs> They were talking to you specifically. And I stood up in the middle of the halftime thing, and I just I'm walked done. out. So you put – hold on. I made it about – I made it about 50 yards down the hallway. Yeah. You know how long these hallways yeah. are. Oh, yeah. And our security guy was like, who's my buddy? He was like, Kyle, come on, man. <laughs> I was about to say, Vontae Davis got – why didn't we yeah. hear about this story? He said, he said <laughs> not like this. He said, not like this. I had to ride eight hours in first class on the way home because I'm a starter. I'm a yeah, vet. Yeah, they, they got put me you up first. with the coach. Yeah. I sat across the aisle from Matt Nagy and his <laughs> wife for eight hours the whole way. Your husband called me a gutless bitch. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about that? They told that me, they said, do not come back to the building. Like, don't come back. Yeah. I didn't Dude. know about all We're this. done. Don't call my wow. house. Don't come by my house. We're Bro. done. Wow. Wait, so the, the Bears told him don't go back to the building? The London game. Do you remember, remember that? Talking like about? He, he was off the team then the rest of the year. Why don't I, I'm, I'm, remember I, this? And I, I, did they hide that from us? Like, the, the, I believe like they he did, was unavailable yeah. or something like that? Wow. Was ben he got, hurt at the time? Like, Kyle was always he hurt he by got the hurt. End. Listen, he it. was hurt when he, when he decided to play. He signed his extension. He had a shoulder issue. Yeah. Right? They were negotiating a contract. Um, if he has the surgery, he's not going to get the contract. He doesn't have the surgery, and then in essence, it ends up destroying the rest of his career. Yeah. But he's playing it this time, so he's he's in the lineup, and, right. and at halftime, yeah. he's calling out the line, and he's looking at Kyle, mm. and he called them gutless biznachis. Biznachis. I just remember that game. If I'm not mistaken, the Bears were getting mauled at the line they of scrimmage were. on both sides of the football. But Yurk, Yurk, 
you've you've been called that and worse by coaches. You don't get up oh. and walk out. I was called a Croatian blank sucker. What? In oh, the yeah. middle of a game by he's Fritz Shermer. He's told me that. Because I jumped off sides on a fourth and six on a, on a safety. Well, on, then it seems valid. Well, it was valid. Yeah. I saw him angling toward me, and I kept going out. You know, he was... He had a beat for me, and I was yeah, walking Croatian at him, and I kind of angled off. Sucker. He goes, you Croatian blank sucker. And I'm like, well, why so harsh, coach? <laughs> did you really this say This is that what too? happened. This is what happened. So we did that. They got to five yards. They brought Fouad Revez back onto the field. And Fouad was going to kick the field goal now. Well, he was short. He was left. He missed. So in essence, what I did, it turned out to be very positive, right? We're going to get the ball way down back. Oh, we yeah, did. because we they got decided the ball to go for the field goal. Right. Yeah, that's good. So ultimately what ended up happening was a positive. And he did. He la- he lambasted me like that. Did you that. go give him some of his own no. medicine? No. I says, Coach, I said, that's a little harsh. So... <laughs> But but like you don't as you much as I love as much as I love Kyle yeah. and as much as I didn't like Nagy in the end as a coach it's a little you, more one on one though you don't you don't That's, quit yeah right I mean that that was Kyle quitting wasn't it he got up and walked out right and don't end it this way was him walking back did he finish that game. Yeah, did he finish the game? I, I don't know. Well, I'm sure it was. I'm sure it was John well, Tarpey telling him. He did. I will tell he you this game. game. He played. Guys, he played 100 percent of the snaps in that game. You. But then he went on injury reserve, and well, then he never and, played again. Well, it may yeah. have been it was Kyle's last game. It, it, it may have been because he was hurt. Yeah, he but may he, have been out there playing. Hey, sometimes you walk out so you don't beat the crap out of the coach too. Sometimes you walk out so you. Well, don't I think punch that's him. what he was. I think yeah, that was well, his message. He's not punching him through the lunch call. He didn't make it sound like he didn't play again because he was hurt. He made it sound like he didn't play again because they told him to don't come back to the building. That's what it, you're that's not what it sounded like. Come back to the building. Don't come by our house. Don't no. come by anything. You're done. Now Kyle never did play again though. And remember, he retired for the year, and then in 21 he Went signed to Kansas he City. Signed with Kansas City, and he got hurt again. Yeah, and he never played. So that London game was Kyle's last game in the NFL. And that he offensive had a bad line, ankle, right? Wasn't yeah, it an ankle? I don't know what it was. Shoulder, yeah. neck, yeah. remember? Yeah. The yeah. offensive line got destroyed. Destroyed. Yeah. yeah, they did. They got destroyed. They well, did. So and they did. They did, the did rally. The line. Someone pointed out that they did they, after Nagy's thing, they did rally in the third quarter, and they came back. They were within three then, and they then did. they ultimately lost that game. Very true. Jacobs had a big game, if I remember. So what happened was, is Matt inspired the troops, right? Again, yes. they rallied. Good for Matt. But remember, they didn't get to London until late that that game. They remember, like the Raiders were there early in the week. Well, think they about were getting the used travel. to the body. Yeah. I can tell you this: an extra three thousand miles guys, to go. You I mean, can't hide in the NFL. If you're hurt, if you're beat up, if you're not a hundred percent, there's no way to hide in the NFL. And the guy across from you does not feel sorry for you yeah. at all, not one bit. You will be destroyed on the field. Yeah, you can't and hide. Nobody in, cares. Uh, the NHL and in the NFL, you can't hide. You can kind of hide guys in basketball a little bit. You can hide guys in baseball, obviously. That's why you'll see a lot of ankle twisting, if possible, in the yeah. Super Bowl on Sunday. And you'll see others dropping the full weight of their body on the other quarterback yeah. if they can get to him right. as well. Yeah. yeah can't that's hi- the way can't it's, hide in hockey. That's the way it is. Sure. All right, boys, what's up on the show? Uh, so we're going to start with a little Bulls uh, conversation and uh, their their. Awful game last night uh, after their awful performance at the trade deadline. It is Super Bowl Sunday this week. We've got lots of Super Bowl conversation. Mike Pereira is going to join us at 3. How do you fix the officiating? Mm. Is there anything? And does he agree with the commissioner that the the problem is not as bad as you think? Um, Doug Kazarian with the plays. He's got some really good props 
Four o'clock for Doug Kazarian. Um, we've got also a Super Bowl food draft. Here's what we got to do, just like we did with our broadcast draft, Carm. You got to pick like uh, one snack food, one drink, one, drink, yeah. one entree, mm. one dessert, and one flex. Wow. So you can then, with your flex, one bourbon, one scotch, you one can, beer. You can take an extra uh, beverage, you can take an extra entree, you can yeah. take an extra snack food, an extra dessert. Interesting. Yeah. No moose bouche? No, excuse me. No moose bouche. That cleans the bat. What's the moose bouche? Is that's that clean? the that's the, the palate cleanser? That's the freebie when the when you sit down. What the chef presents is the you know the what's it called? It's a moose bouche or a moose douche if you like. I don't know a moose bouche. You don't know. Come that's on, that's what we wow. call your call around here. Wow, wow. fancy oh, guy that's, like your you. radio fancy man. Fancy guy. You go live off the lake Fancy guy. Yeah. You get a little moose bouche. That's what I'm doing. I'm sorry. I'm Peter Handy. You know that. All right, guys. Have a great Jeez. weekend. If you want to become Moose Douche, feel free. <laughs> Enjoy the game, everybody. Have a great Come. weekend. We'll be breaking out Super Bowl 57 on Monday. Waddle and Sylvie are next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Thomas, got some bounce. Oh, what a finish by Thomas. Chance at a three-point play. This is a very, very difficult shot. Wow. Three-point shooting has been a problem for the Bulls tonight. They're one of 16. Denwitty with the sidestep. Levine just got his first points of the fourth quarter. Denied by Sharp right on cue, coach. What a play. And Denwitty pulls one over White. And it's good. Denwitty hits a big three for the Nets. TNT, the low lights. Uh, as bad of a day for the Chicago Bulls yesterday as, as you could come up with. Uh, really, they did zero. They didn't win. Off or on the court. It was a miserable day for Bulls fans. Miserable day for the Bulls organization. Uh, They lost to a a Nets team that is going to just try and hold on. I mean, and they're they're still better than the Bulls. Even though they got rid of Kyrie and KD. What are two things that we... Because I thought last night's game was was basically a good summary of, of who this team is. What are two of the things, two of the many things that we've talked about with this team in, the, in their deficiencies? They, don't, they can't shoot three. Five of 26. Well, and like, I, I don't think they made one until the third quarter. I think that's when it was, wasn't it? Was yeah. it late second or yes, early they third? they did not make one in the first half. It, 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 that's incredible. In, a, in a, a modern day NBA game to not make a three-pointer in the first half. What is the other thing, the other deficiency they have with their lineup when they run them out there every game before well, they the don't Boston. have a point guard. Exactly. And they had 15 assists to the Brooklyn Nets, 26 assists. And by the way, Zach had 38 points in one helper. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we were looking for two games ago against Memphis from Zach, to score a little bit like that. Yeah. It's just they're just super inconsistent. Um, 15 assists for the entire game for the whole team. And by the way, DeMar had six of them. Six of them. Yeah, he did not have a good scoring game. But he was able to do some other stuff. But it's just, they have have left me, I'm not angry, I'm apathetic. 
It, it's sort of that way. It's not like the trade deadline. I, I feel like yesterday I was kind of passionate about what they didn't do. And now sort of talking about that game, I'm sort of like, nah. See, that's kind of why I'm past the whole, you know, like, you know me. I like some chaos as well. But, like, okay, bring Russ in for what? I'm, I'm like, not even mad, so I don't want to see that. I'm just, I'm apathetic at this point. Here's uh, Charles Barkley on TNT last night. Chicago's embarrassing. I, I have zero idea what they're doing. They should have, I told you a month ago, they should have blown, two months ago, they should have blown that team up. They're losing to this team, which is awful. And you're like, what are the Bulls doing? It's a good question. No one knows. Do the Bulls know what they're doing? That's the question. That's what a buddy of mine, my buddy Jordy, texted me. And he said, what, what are they doing? And I, I texted back to them. I go, do they know what they're doing? Do they know what their own plan is? That's my thing. And, like, I've always as, as said to people, like, Sully wrote a piece today. I've been telling people since November that this Bulls team is going to have a very similar fate as the White Sox team. I've been telling you that this is the Chicago White Sox from a year ago. Sully, that was Sully's column from today, several months after I've, I've said this. You just look at the success rate of the White Sox as a whole and compare it to the Bulls as a whole since Michael left. Because the best gift Jerry ever got was Michael. He lucked into Michael. Michael was already here when he bought the team. Other than Michael, he, he, he really hasn't built anything here. And if you look at the lack of playoff success the White Sox have had, compared to the lack of playoff success the Bulls have had. I am disappointed. It's, it's similar. And it's not a coincidence. It's not at all a coincidence. So my, my, you want to fix this. I heard Cap talking about this. Cap said that the Bulls, when they, before they hired AK, when they decided finally, 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 enough is enough with Gar and Pax. And as loyal as we're going to be to John Paxson, enough. We're going to go and we're going to look and we're interested in Sam Presti. Sam Presti runs Oklahoma City. And we're going to try and get him. We, they couldn't get him. Now you look at what Sam Presti has done in Oklahoma City with that young roster, and they've got more draft capital than any other team. They've got loads of first-round picks coming. Do you have what they've got, Tyler? I think you were reading to us like the, 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 the amount of first-round picks. I can check. I sent it to you guys that day. Like, it's it's like, stupid. What three, it is. Are you like, ready for it? Yeah, give it give, uh, give it to us. Right, here. Hold on, this is this is a little unupdated here. All right, so they've got their own 2023 pick this year. They've got the Clippers 2023 pick this year. They got a few second round picks from other places, but 2024, they've got the Clippers first rounder, their own first rounder, Houston's first rounder, Utah's first rounder. 2025. So wait, in 2024, they have four first round picks as of now. Correct. 2025, they have the better of Houston or the Clippers. They have Miami's, they have Phillies, and they have their own. So another four first they round have four picks four in 2025. Four first rounders in 2025. 2026, they have Houston's and the Clippers and their own. So three in 2026. Then they've got a pair in 2027, the other coming from Denver, and then that's when things start to sort of settle down and everything's just one a year. Are, are they, so, the next draft, they only have one first-round pick is 2028. So here's my point. 
if they were like if you th- they were sniffing around Presty, they wanted they identified Sam Presty as the guy that they liked, whether they could get him or not, whatever. They didn't. He wasn't available. They couldn't get him. But at least they understood this was a guy who knew how to build a team. There's a guy who has built one of the best teams in basketball history who's probably going to be available in this offseason. His name is Bob Myers from, from the Warriors. If you really value your basketball club, if you're Michael Reinsdorf, and if you're Jerry, and if you truly value your basketball club, you go out and you sign him. He will make a greater impact than anything you can do with any other player. He is the greatest free agent out there. It won't impact your salary cap. You can woo him with any dollar figure. You identified Sam Presti and you knew he was a difference maker. You couldn't get him because he wanted to stay. Bob Myers, it doesn't sound like he's going to stay. This is a, a, a free agent. It doesn't matter about AK. So what? You let him go. You go out and you go get Bob Myers. Now, a lot of people are probably in their car. People are probably commenting, Sylvie, you're silly. You know Jerry's not going to do it. Fine. He's not, and and you're, 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 all you're doing is you're repeating my point back to me. That he doesn't care about the basketball club. That Michael doesn't care about the basketball club. If they don't go after Bob Myers... Basically, on par with bat, with like basketball Theo, and if you have a chance to get one of the greats, you don't care about your basketball club and you don't care about winning. You can give AK one of those offices in the corner, but they give their their uh, their uh, the guys that they've moved on from. And I'm look, I'm not telling you that that AK deserves to be fired or should be fired. I'm just telling you. That there is a guy out there that no matter who's running your team is worth hiring and the other person isn't as good as as this guy. And then once you do that, you have to give him the resources to do his job. You can't make him work in your budget. you got to allow him to work inside a budget that he sees fit. Right. You would have to let him run the team. Yes. You would have to spend. You would have to let him run the team like Tom Ricketts let Theo run the team at least for several years. Make it a little until, thorny. Until 2018, of course. But if you don't care about the club, if you don't care about the team, and you just care about answering to your board of directors and the profits, then you don't do it, and you stay the course, and you stay in basketball hell, and you continue to not win basketball series, and that's it. And 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 we'll rinse and repeat. And next year on the trade deadline, we'll go through the same thing. So, I think there's a word that I think in. I think the word content. I think they're content with who they are. The fans aren't. No, most people aren't. But I think that. There's no other way to describe. They're content with who they are. Which is Otherwise, sad. they would make decisions that would take them in a different direction. Especially when you've got this new sports owner that we've been talking about. Like the guy who just took over in Phoenix. Like the guy who... Uh, the Mets. With Cohen. the Mets. Or like the way Mark Cuban likes to operate. Or 
you know, the way Pat Riley runs a team. Like, you go out, if Pat Riley's available, you go and you get Pat Riley with, with anything. Here's a modern-day Pat Riley and Bob Myers. Bob Myers may be leaving Golden State. You don't say, well, I just hired AK and Eversley. You say, thank you, guys. I'm going out and getting Bob Myers, and I'm giving him the keys to my franchise, and I'm letting him run the team. And I use the Sam Presti model because you were right. You were validated to want to hire Sam Presti because look at the way he rebuilt Oklahoma City. He is on the right path. Bob Myers can do that with your Bulls franchise, and you will no longer be stuck in basketball hell years down the road. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. Charles Barkley gave us a shout out last yeah, night. Yeah, he kind of butchered, he butchered it a little bit, but he he recovered. You know the way I look at it. I I got two mentions instead of one. Oh, he may have butchered yeah, it the first what? time, that's but a I got good a, way. That's got a, a good way. To, that's yeah. a good way to say it. We'll play that for you coming up next. If you want to react, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Mike Pereira is going to join us at three o'clock. Uh, does the NFL have an officiating problem? Yes. And can they fix it? That's the bigger issue. They're in denial. Or or is that just what a commissioner would say during Super Bowl week, that we don't have a problem? Mike Pereira coming up at 3, and we're ready for the Super Bowl. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at TWaddle87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Here, Chicago had a five-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Shout out to my boys, Waddle and Sylvie. Sylvie. That's all it was. It was a double magic. It was it was Waddle, Sylvie, and Sylvie. I look at it as a double magic. You didn't hear it live, did you? I heard. I missed it. I heard Charles. I, I immediately. And it was still on. I immediately sent a text because I know how much something like that. Oh my God. Here, Chicago had a five-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Shout out to my boys, Waddle and Sylvie. Sylvie. I couldn't. T- I still wouldn't know if if he didn't correct himself that he didn't say it right. Oh, we've been busting your balls about that. You would. Yeah. You could oh, tell yeah. that he said it. Yeah. That- Just like remember when Shaq called you Sylvia, or you oh, know, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, no. What what happened with Shaq is it was you and I asking him questions. Yeah. And he thought Sylvie was a woman. Right. And he kept saying, all right, enough of you. He goes, where Where's is the Sy- lovely Sylvie? Yeah. And I said, Shaq, I'm Sylvie. <laughs> He's, oh, 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 I thought Sylvie was a woman. I go, all right, Shakira. That was a good line. That was good. You get another one on the funny board for that in... in- Going back yeah, in the way back I, and machine. And I still had, I had the highlights on. Yeah, I don't know the how you didn't was hear it. flowing and I missed it. Like, I, you have and an I antenna for it. that. Yes. You have an antenna for oh, that. Oh, it made my I, night. Usually it's not me, you know, reaching out to the fellows to say, hey, we need this tomorrow. I heard Shaq drill the bulls. And then right afterwards, I heard him, you know, mention our names. So. Chicago had a five-point lead going to the fourth quarter. Shout out to my boys, Waddle and Sylvie. Sylvie. <laughs> That's your new name, is Sivvy. That's all right. Okay. I'll take it. I will take it. It's Shout better out than to what Chuck. It's better than what Tarico gave me on the Green Bay game. Big fat nothing. Tom Waddle show. <laughs> <laughs> Still chapped my ass. Um, by the way, the- <laughs> well, the Chicago talk shows will have plenty to talk about. Our buddy Tom Waddle, former Bear. Welcome to 19. 
They'll be taking lots of calls about that decision. Hey, I told you, I did, based on all this, how apropos is all of this? I told you that I did Dan Dockage's show yesterday, yesterday morning. And in the process of doing the show, I told him, because we were, forget what we were talking about, um, it was NBA related, and I said, I just got to stop and tell you that, you know, on our show, radio show, this is something that Sylvie's talked about. And by the way, Dan, he's the engine that keeps our show going. So just that you know that, I want him to know that I am honoring him on your show and giving him a shout out because if he doesn't get his name mentioned, he gets red-assed about it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. That's not true, though, but thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate You're you well, looking I gave out. you a shout out. I appreciate you looking out. Yes. All right. Um, and, then, the- and then, <laughs> and then, then Dockage went through his power rankings, and it was you, it was someone else, and then he said, then maybe I'll get down to, to me. <laughs> power rankings of what, though? I forget. It was early. Uh, the Cubs also have made news. The Cubs have signed Michael Fulmer. Setup guy, yes, yes, Michael Fulmer, former Tiger. Yes. Pitched with, the, I believe his last team was the Twins. Yeah. Uh, this is the guy that has been named around the Cubs, and the Cubs pending physical. Um, modern day goose gossage. You're in. You're in. You're in business. Every brother. every piece matters, Waddle. Yeah, I'm telling and you. Look, that's what I'm every, you think I'm being a wise matter. ass? I'm not. Modern day goose. Why do you have to go there though? That that's just being sarcastic. No, it's not. Wasn't Goose a great bullpen arm? He was, but you saying he's a modern day goose gossage is Mellor, your sarcasm at work, Mister Baseball. Uh, I thought you meant Goose from Top Gun. Okay. Uh, Chad and Elgin, you're on ESPN 1000. Hey, Chad. Hey, how's it going? Um, I just want to say a couple things. The first one is I think Ryan Poles, that's what the Bulls should have done, is what he did, just blow everything up. And it makes me optimistic for the Bears, except for the fact that I don't know how comfortable I am about his evaluation of skill position players, like wide receivers and stuff. But if the Bulls, they should have done that two years ago. Instead of trading for Vooch, they should have traded Zach Levine started over and started to rebuild then instead of making us go through this and basically do it two, three years later. Um, I don't think the Bulls really care about winning and the Reinsdorfs need to be ran out of town. I don't uh, know if you could do that. You can't do that. I, I know they own it, but it, they're the worst owner in all the sports. A uh, funny story about him. My stepfather used to work uh, security at the old Chicago Stadium. And he used to talk about how cheap he was. The man would wear the same suit every single day with the same flood pants every single day. Rich man like that wearing same suit flood pants. It's sad. All they care about is making money. And as long as the Bulls are 500, people still go to the games. And that's all they're going to care about. The only way they're going to win a championship or contend is if somehow they luck out and get the number one pick like they did with Derrick Rose and were competitive for a few years. That's all I got to say. Chad, thanks. It's good. Hey, listen, it's valid. Look at, look at the baseball team. The baseball team, everyone felt like they, they were, we're in the wind zone. We're in the wind zone. We got this. Now let's add. Let's, nope. From the halfway point of the 2021 season, this is who you've been. It's good And enough. you could see it. You could see it happening. Mike in Northbrook, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Mike? Yeah, so obviously they're 15th out of 30 teams in NBA payroll. So it's a, it's a low, small market payroll in a top three media market. So, Sylvie, they have built something. They built the generational wealth off the Bulls. And if you look at the Golden State Warriors, the Golden State Warriors had a guy named Clay Thompson. He started to play really well. So they said, well, let's just trade Andre Iguodala. Most teams would do that. They had the same amount of money. They kept Iguodala, and he was MVP of the finals that year. We had Butler finally developed, 
after years of never paying for a two-guard. Remember that? The Bulls would never pay for a two-guard with Derrick Rose. Deng, Deng uh, wants more money. They got rid of Deng. So this, this, this franchise has never been meant to contend. They've never done any uh, deals at the deadline. Most of the deadline deals, as you guys probably know, that costs money. You give up draft picks. So a lot of teams wait. They want these deals. They contend. Last quick thing. We don't have three-point shooting because that costs money in the NBA. So look at our bench, Io and these other people who would never be on a contending. You know, nice players, fun players to watch. Never be on a contending team. Meanwhile, they could, they could go buy three-point shooting. The Celtics went and got a point guard last year. A point guard, Malcolm Brogdon. They added $25 million to their payroll. They're on their way to the finals again. They pay a luxury tax. We lost the lottery, guys. We got the wrong owner. We lost the lottery. We're, we're, th- th- this franchise is never going to contend. You're right, Mike. Unless I, I, something a, miraculous happens. I, I'm afraid you're right. I, I really am. I mean, I, I, I feel hopeless. I feel like I felt like when the Tribune owned the Cubs. That's how I feel right now. I feel like... Back in the 80s when the Trib owned the Cubs with, with my Bulls right now. Well, you're being owned like you're a corporation, not a sports franchise, and, and the landscape has changed. It's 2023 where these franchises have appreciated in some ungodly percentage. So the wealth is, is just multiplying, but yet they're still running their two franchises like they're they're a business, a corporation. And it's just, it's a different world these days. Whether you're in the NFL, Major League Baseball, or the NBA, you know, the rules have changed with regard to who's in charge and who's spending money. You, you said it best. Like, unless they get, like, this luck, they, there's no hope. Um, all right. Uh, Mike Pereira is going to join us. It is Super Bowl uh, Football Friday show. Come and, on, and, yes. And Mike Pereira is the rules analyst for Fox Mike Pereira used to run the as lead official of the NFL. Goodell thinks they've never been better. Does Pereira agree with that? We think they need to start over with the way these games are officiated. We believe that they need to um, review a lot more plays, including roughing the passer. What does Pereira think? We'll, uh, we'll talk to him coming up next.